Good evening. My name is Shalisha Bino, and this is The Exchange. It is a show that focuses on immersive topics, sensational stories, and illuminating interviews. Tonight, we will be speaking with a master life coach, life skills instructor, and celebrated author. Please welcome Mickey Westcott to the podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome and awesome. And what are some life skills that every individual should know? Well, I would say uh, for people to use the pause technique, and that means maybe pause 15 to 30 seconds. Um, if you're upset or in a situation, problem, if you're sad, um, and just breathe. That really helps. I really agree. helps get oxygen to the brain and it kind of changes your whole thought process and helps you balance yourself. I agree. I agree. That works out, especially if you're angry or if you're thinking of doing something crazy. Um, I think everyone is in a situation like that at least once or a thousand times in their life. So you've got that absolutely correct. And how should we begin teaching life skills to our children? Oh, my goodness. You would need to do that right from the beginning. Yes. Very young. Every chance that you can get. Um, model it and use every situation as a life lesson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, definitely, definitely. And just and just learning how to be independent, you know, which is something that is really quite shocking. You have a lot of uh, young adults now who are staying home longer than they should. So these life skills <laughs> may actually have been something to help them. Yeah, every, from, from the beginning, uh, from the first five years is very important. Very important. They will... They watch and they take in everything. So, so true. Definitely. Um, it's it's definitely one of those things where you have to teach them those principles from small. And what are the toughest life skills for people to grasp? Well, I would say um, self-reflection and honesty of yourself. Hmm. Really get gaining an understanding of who you are and understanding your own thought process, maybe what your tendencies are. To do that self-reflection is, is really a great skill to have. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think people are a lot like Marys, you know, they tend to, you know, like look at another person's flaws and stuff, but they're unable to identify their own, so... I agree with that. Exactly. Just, oh, yeah. And just ask, you know, how can you improve? How can you make yourself just a more generous, kind, or quite possibly compassionate human, be compassionate human being? I think that's something that people definitely don't ask themselves nowadays. And um, right. it's, it's so important, like, for growth, you know? So yes. And it's very hard, um, I would say, to be able to forgive yourself. Um, to, to even grasp that, to be able to forgive yourself for, for doing wrong or not doing what you need to do. Mm. And, you know, getting into that, it, it's, it's, it's all about your perception. It's about your perception about what people say to you, how they, how they come to you. Mm. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to use that 
for your self-reflection, for your bettering yourself. You know, what is it that I can learn in this? Not everybody asks themselves that. I agree, I agree. And then, you know, for those who don't self-reflect or try to improve themselves, they end up, you know, picking up really destructive habits. So that's very deep and so true. And um, what are some things that prompted you to want to become a life skills coach? Well, I've always wanted to be... I always wanted to be the one that was going to make a difference and help others. So that's my tendency is to help others. And I love to teach. Mm -hmm. So it, it's that whatever information that can be given to, to have someone better themselves or help themselves in any way, that's what I gravitated toward. So um, that was, that was pretty much how I handled life. It wasn't maybe until a little bit later, obviously growth and maturity. Mm -hmm. um, you, you get an understanding of, you know, who you want to become and who you are. So that gradually came, you know, it became stronger and stronger. Um, and as you practice, you get better, you know, mm -hmm. at, at things. So you really have to put the effort in and the time. And, and, and be sincere about your growth, even. So That's true. That's true. But I think you possess just really, really positive qualities, that sense of selflessness, the fact that you are, in a sense, an instructor. You're teaching um, children and a young, young adults to be able to take care of themselves and just having a greater calling and a greater care. That's just, you know, beyond you. I think that's amazing. Um, there needs to be more human beings like you on the planet, honestly, because you're helping to really, you know, improve lives and help people to become independent. So that's really amazing. And why did you decide to become a foster parent? Well, that, that kind of came about actually on accident, huh? <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> Yes, okay. that kind of came as a, as an accident. Um, I had some friends who, uh, as a the whole family, they opened a placement agency mm -hmm. um, having to do with foster care. And so I found out a lot more information about it mm -hmm. and looked into it. And I thought, you know, this is something that I really can make a difference in. And, you know, so I just kind of went forward with it and and learned so much and grew I've grown so much mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. all of it and I thank God for it gotcha gotcha um once yeah. again sense of selflessness love compassion you know wanting to care for someone else again I just I tip my hat off to you um you know taking these children who have been through just every horrible thing under the sun, traumatic events, and, and being able to teach them and to show them what family looks like. It is just a really, really amazing thing. And um, why should people become foster parents, in your opinion? Well, for one thing, it, it is really needed. It's something that's needed um, in our society. 
um, our society needs us to do this for for the future. I mean, there's ch- so many children that are not receiving love and discipline. Um, you know that balanced home life and protection, even safety. Um, so, I mean, even if you think about it, there's 430,000 children in the U.S. that are in foster care, and there's 23,000 teens that age out um, every year. And so um, it's an important thing. It's an important thing for our society to be raising healthy children and giving them an opportunity to succeed. I agree. I agree. So guys, if you are at home listening to the exchange, please follow Mrs. Mickey Westcott. She knows about the process of foster care and she definitely is a living testament to some of the great things that come out of actually becoming a foster parent. It's definitely something that's much needed. All right. And what is the process of becoming a foster parent? Um, well, um, that is what my book does go into, <laughs> um, the foster care process and tips for newbies mm-hmm. and it, it's what to expect and how to start. So, you know, there's, there's a big process that you have to go through. I mean, just to kind of name a few for your license, mm-hmm. it, it's at least 27 hours of core training, oh. um, plus even 15 more specific hours. And three, even of those, have to do with trauma-based um, uh, behaviors in children, um, sleep safety, CPR, first aid, um, medication administration, OSHA. Uh, so we have run the gamut of all the training, and you have to continue with 20 hours a year. So there's a lot of different things that we go through. So I would say to, if you're very interested first, you have to figure out whether you want to work with your County or an agency, you have to put in an application and then it goes from there. You have to be licensed and then, you know, that type of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's not, um, it's not, uh, it's a time consuming process. It takes time as it should because everybody has to be checked out and background checked um, Mm -hmm. before you're going to let these um, little kiddos in your life, you know, and, and, uh, and do the right thing for them. Yes. Yes. I agree a hundred percent. So it's not going to happen overnight, but I believe that it is necessary because children should not just be dumped off at anyone's house. It definitely has to be someone who again is psychologically able to, you know, kind of deal with these children. And of course, you know, that they have a stable life themselves, right? Perhaps even financially. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, as many different situations um, that, that you'll enc- you would encounter. Um, I mean, we're talking abuse, neglect, sexual trauma, drug exposed, possibly even in ur- utero, uh, many different diagnoses uh, that you would have to deal with. Um, but you know what? Um, the thing is, is that love wins out overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have that love and that patience, Um, and that determination to actually make a difference, you Mm -hmm. will make a difference. 
That's true. That's true. I agree with that a million percent. And when faced with children that had different types of behavioral psychological issues, um, how were you able to successfully manage to help these individuals? Um, again, I would say it starts with you. Mm-hmm. It starts with uh, you dealing with your healing or any trauma that you have had. Mm-hmm. Um, and facing who you are and you and and how you view things, how you perceive things. Um, always everything starts with that, right? Um, even if you haven't um, maybe faced certain things that you need to face, mm-hmm. if you have that love to give and you're willing and patient and um, you're you're wanting to open your heart up for others, mm-hmm. uh, that is the most important thing. Um, that relationship and that connection um, that you're maybe able to foster is key, is Mm -hmm. key. Um, Like I say, everything is always based, it's either based on love or it's based on fear. So where is that behavior coming from? And that can be from a child or it can be from an adult. Mm -hmm. Anyone that you encounter out there, you know, say to yourself, as you pause, for those 15 to 30 seconds and as you breathe get that oxygen in your brain and make sure that you have a balanced logical thought process you know you get that um connection with them and you you think about where are they coming from is that fear-based or is that love-based and you can always see the difference and then therefore you can make a good decision come come at them through love or patience and you know Maybe hard, but mm-hmm. you can do it. I, yeah. I agree with that a thousand percent. Maybe at the very beginning, it may have its challenges, but I think the more that you you know learn about a child, the more you're able to understand where their fear or possibly their pain is coming from, and then be able to help them you know just a little bit better. So, very very interesting yeah. things. And um, where can we find more information about you? and your book okay okay um so obviously this uh first book here the foster care process um i've also written um short stories for children a child's journey in foster care Mm -hmm. so there's five short stories and then i'm coming out with some other short stories and each each of those will be uh theme based um and tell a little bit about a situation. It's a conversation starter mm-hmm. uh, for the children. So for maybe a parent or a foster parent to read to the children, it kind of opens up their process and maybe helps them start that healing mm-hmm. and be able to open up the dialogue so that you can uh, they can open up a little more. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, it's all available on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can, I guess, put in my name, and Facebook would be my name, Nikki Westcott. I uh, have Instagram that is lead the number two hope. Oh. And even uh, on Facebook, I have another page. It's called The Hope Coach. Oh. You can look up all those. Awesome and awesome. So, guys, you are hearing it from Mrs. Mickey Westcott. Please check her out on Instagram, Facebook, and of course, check out her book. 
and learn a little bit more about the process of foster care. If you have a compelling topic or story that you wish to discuss, or if you wish to promote your business, please visit us online at www.experiencetheexchange.com. Feel free to also follow us on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Apple Podcast. Thank you all so very much and have a great night. Thank you so much, Mickey. Thank you so much. I, I want to make sure that we know that this is National Foster Care Month as well. And I thank you so much for, for listening. That's right, guys. Get out there, foster a child, and change lives.